get right to Jeffrey Kleintop. Much to discuss here. Chief Global Investment Strategist at Charles Schwab. Jeffrey, nice to see you. Thanks so much for being here. I'll start with uh, right here front and center. We heard from Jay Powell, Janet Yellen, and President Biden in the last 24 hours all about the economy. Um, tell me more. What are your thoughts? How do you interpret it all? Well, the economy is clearly slowing, and we've seen this for some time. Look, I don't want to get caught up in the precision of the GDP numbers. They get revised a lot. Actually, there are usually eight to 10 revisions to GDP. And over the last 20 years, the average change from the initial report is over one percentage point. So today's reading, which was negative 0.9%, uh, the historical average change suggests that number could have been positive, may ultimately be revised positive, or more mm. deeply negative. So I don't want to get caught too caught up in that. To me, the most important thing to focus on is that we are uh, we're definitely in a huge inventory glut here. And this is something we've been talking about on your show, Nicole, yeah. for a long time now, nine months now. This shift from shortages to gluts of inventory subtracted a full 2% from GDP in the second quarter. Without that, the GDP number would have been positive. We know inventories have been surging. You know, again, we've talked about it many times. Even this week, we heard from Walmart about even more excess inventory. I put together a chart of the inventory at clothing retailers. Now, that's only through May, and we can be sure inventory climbed much further in June and July based on what we've heard from companies, but it's at an all-time high. I just looked at the last five, six years here, but it's at an all-time high, which is just amazing compared to where we were just a year or so ago. It'll take a while yeah. to clear that excess inventory. Now, a silver lining is that it may mean lower inflation as companies cut prices to liquidate it, but the pressures you know, are, are, uh, are, are going to be with us here as it relates to the economy for, for, for a little while. Yeah, and I feel like the issues here are is that we're in this changing environment, and it's really hard to understand. With inventory at an all-time high, it's unprecedented. They don't know exactly what to do with it. They have too much of this, not enough of that, because they had the supply chain issues and just started over-ordering, and that hit the gap, and it hit many of the others. Um, Walmart, though, and now the discounting is happening, right, as you said, which should bring down inflation a little bit. But guess what? Walmart said they didn't even bite. They brought down the prices of apparel, which is the higher margin item than food and gasoline. And they didn't do well in the quarter because people were buying the necessities and not moving to those higher margin items, even if they were discounted. That shows you consumer behavior is hitting a little bit of a halt here. That's right. And, and so what do they do to clear this inventory? It seems like they're ordering a lot less and maybe we're, we're best past the peak in the surge of inventory, but we're certainly not anywhere near clearing it. In fact, I've noticed that we're headed into the with the weakest back-to-back -back weeks for imports into Southern California ports that I can remember for a very long time, less than 100,000 containers coming in in each of the next couple of weeks. That's a very low number. Outside of a holiday, I can't remember numbers this low, even for one week, much less two back-to-back -back weeks. So it may be that inventories at Walmart and others aren't building anymore uh, and maybe not acting as a drag on GDP, but it could take a while for them to clear those inventories because as you've noted, consumers just aren't stepping up. So now with the market and the volatility, and there were a lot of folks that I talked to who were betting this week would be a winning week. 
They just somehow felt that, you know, we're going to continue. We're going to get the 75 basis points that we expected, and earnings weren't going to be that bad. And so far, they got exactly what they expected, right? The, Na the NASDAQ killed it. It's up 10.5%. The s and is up 2.7% for the week. So it's been a good week for investors, and we're near recent highs. But now what? Because the Wall Street Journal had an article today. It said, recession or not, um, the recovery has ended. It was something about activity just halting. Yeah, I, I think there are some risks to this rally, and it isn't just this week, right? And Nicole, I mean, this month has been a pretty good month for, for stocks. In fact, cyclicals have led the way. If you look at tech and consumer discretionary for the S&P 500, there are double digits this month. That's been quite a sharp rebound in cyclicals, despite the consensus around a recession. And I think one of the one of the lessons from this is there's been an obsession with GDP, but you can't buy or sell it. It's earnings that drive right. the stock market more so than GDP. And Today is actually the peak day for the earnings season. We're going to hear from nearly 150 companies in the S&P 500 and Europe's Stocks 600 Index today with a combined net worth of nearly $10 trillion. This is just a, a huge day. In fact, I can't remember a day with this many companies reporting at any time in the last many five, 10 years. Uh, so earnings growth is slowing, and that's important, but it's yet to turn negative. In fact, stocks in Europe are seeing 23% earnings growth this quarter. And they're expected to see similar year-over-year -year growth in Q3. S&P 500 earnings up about 6%, so not as spectacular from a year ago uh, right. for Q2. And they're expected to rise 9% in Q3. So this is really important. I know uh, growth is slowing. I know sales are, are uh, weaker. And those numbers may get revised down, but they're not already negative. They're not already in a recession. And this might be a relatively mild earnings downturn. I mean, just look at this chart here. This is the revisions to second quarter uh, earnings growth. They're not revi being revised down, they're being revised up here for Europe. So that is one support in all of this, that we are not seeing a recession in earnings uh, anywhere. Yeah, and you know, you said it, you said you can't buy or sell the GDP. It's more about this earnings and the numbers, and while they're slowing, they are not negative. You had the word yet in the sentence. So any anticipation as to when that could or might be negative? I think that we could see a dip in earnings uh, sometime next year, maybe in the first half of next year, given the current trajectory of monetary policy. But I don't expect it to be very deep. Now, admittedly, which quarter? Uh, I'm making these forecasts. Oh, more probably probably um, the the peak decline will be a year from now in the second quarter of 2023. But markets tend to sniff these things out ahead of time. They don't tend to react when they're happening. So usually it's six to 12 months before we get to the bottom in earnings. Markets are already uh, expecting that and beginning to to stabilize a little bit here. But I think. You know, there's a lot of questions about that. Obviously, it depends on how much more the Fed does and how much more slowing we see. But given the the, the projections and how I how I look at the outlook for earnings, I'd say a mild negative, single digit negative numbers for earnings growth as we look at a year from now, and that's maybe a little bit more mild than what investors had priced in coming into July, which explains a little bit of this rally in cyclicals, which now may have run its course, and we might get back to the more uh, defensive and high quality leadership that we'd seen earlier this year. Uh, well, okay, I have to go, but can the market go higher if in the second quarter of 2023 we have negative earnings?
if we if we see inflation come down and economic momentum beginning to turn around, then I think they'll look out to say, well, or that'll be the trough in earnings. And by the end of 2023, they'll be rebounding and they'll begin to price in that. So it's possible we could be forming a base here, but we need to see inflation peak before that. All right. Well, you called the glut. So I'm writing this one down now and we'll continue our chats because I love Thanks, them. Nicole. Jeffrey Kleintop, always wonderful to see you. We appreciate your insight here. Uh, looking at the markets, Chief Global Investment Strategist at Charles Schwab.